Seminar, a course or subject of study for advanced graduate students. An act of conferring or consulting together. Seminar, Episode 50, Sacrifice. Good morning, students. In this, our 50th class together, I wish to remind you that a stagnant mind is a wasted mind. As dry and desolate as the seas that once were, as such, I wish you to consider the following premise of morality in fights. Howdy, Road Warrior. You know, somehow it's not as funny the hundredth time. Fancy that. What's going on? Oh, just trying to line up this evening's entertainment. So, Frost or Cummings tonight? Uh, Cummings, I guess. Aw, no Frost. No frost. Why not? No frost! I'm not deaf, you know. Or slow. I survived the flash pretty damn skippy if I do say so myself. No. No frost! I mean, look at it out there! Does that seem like a snow-capped forest to you? A saunter beside a country fence? A gentle New England evening in the clearing after a light spring rain? Well... No, but... <laughs> it's dry and dusty. It's a, a, a decade-old breadstick on the floor of the Olive Garden. And it's damn intimidating. I have to go out there every day and root around for water and supplies. And I walk, and I trek, and I trudge along. A steaming cup of miserable. But I can't stop. Oh, no! I have to keep moving to avoid the dread mutants. God, I wish there were some fucking mutants. It'll put some more excitement on the race to heatstroke. Anyway, I stop just short of gargling my own sweat for relief, and then I end up back here, practically nothing in the bag. And to top it all off, I also look, and arguably feel, like Jack Palance's face. More like Clint Eastwood. Whatever. Any old motherfucker who looks like a graded boulder will do. My point is, after all that, do you really think I want Mr. Two Roads to flaunt his yellow wood at me? I always knew you were bi-curious. I'm ignoring you. We're probably the only two people left on Earth, and I'm still ignoring you. What does that say about your personality? Just trying to keep our spirits up. Well, try no more, dear girl, because look there. Out the window, they've just put in an apple orchard. How lovely. We ought to grab our wicker baskets, dearie, and skip down there this moment, singing gaily whilst we pick the fruit and ponder the beauty of it all. What ho! The fortune, the luck, will never again be sad or bored or exhausted. Or dry as a shot of vermouth with a sandpaper chaser. Or ready to stare into the sun till our corneas melt. How lucky we are. You know, if I didn't like you so much, I'd have skinned and eaten you a long time ago. Love you too, darling. Kiss, kiss. That's right. You better be nice to me. Otherwise, I might get up and pack my things and leave you alone forever. <laughs> you wouldn't leave me even if I really was an asshole. Who said you weren't? You'd go absolutely bonkers within a week. I mean, who would you talk to? You okay? Hey. What is it? There, there's a... There's a... what? There's a man out there! What? Come on, you can't be... Jesus. No, I don't think it's him. Fuck, he just saw us. He's coming this way. What the hell are you... What, you're gonna kill him? Uh, yeah. Why? Why not? Well, uh, he might need help. He might be lost. No, 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 he's not. 
He's walking around out there, which we've already established as a barren, unforgiving, fuck-all wasteland in a suit and carrying an umbrella. He's clearly insane and wants nothing more than to murder us, eat our insides, and then tailor our skins into an Armani. But he might be delirious. He might have heat stroke. He really might need our help. Oh, he knows exactly what's going on. He saw us. It registered. He's walking up the stairs, and now guess who's coming to dinner? You can't do this. You can't kill him. I don't care what the situation is. You just don't kill people. Yes, you do. That's exactly what you do when a guy shows up completely out of nowhere in a perfectly tailored pinstripe suit, carrying a briefcase and very fine umbrella during the post-goddamn apocalypse. Knock, knock. Hello. Uh, hi. And so then the bishop says, I'm dreadfully sorry, officer. I didn't realize you meant organist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Isn't this lovely? Some real conversation after all this time. It's marvelous. I can't tell you how mind-bogglingly dull it gets out there, wandering about with no one to talk to. Well, I suppose I don't have to tell you. After all, your friend over there, and please pardon me for saying so, doesn't seem much of a conversationalist. (laughs) Oh, hello, I might have spoken too soon. He wants to join in after all. (laughs) Relax, relax, dear boy. No one's going to hurt you. Bullshit! You, 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 You knocked me out. Oh, I do so hate to be technical, but you should rather be having a row with the door, actually. It's his fault. Who the hell are you? What What are you doing here? It's all right, Tin. It's all right. Please, put that thing down. Thank you. Now, this is Dr. Nicholas Voland. He's a wanderer like us. He's been searching for a place to settle. A doctor? Oh, definitely feel like I need one. I'm not that sort of doctor, I'm afraid. I'm actually a scholar of sorts. Guess that explains the crisp suit in the middle of goddamn nowhere. <laughs> now, now. If one's going to meet the last representatives of humanity, one had best look clean and civilized. Otherwise, well, they might feel the urge to brandish a rusted pipe at me. You're not getting an apology. Oh, God, my head hurts, and you're making it worse. You naughty door, you. Look, Tin, there's no need to get snippy. Well... More than your usual. Dr. Boland didn't mean to hurt you, you know that. And he hasn't hurt me. He's been nothing but a perfect gentleman. He even helped me take care of you while you were out. I do know a thing or two about the human body. Yes, and I'm glad he's around. God knows we might need a medic sometime. You... You could be making her say all that. What? (laughs) Don't be ridiculous, dear boy. Now whatever could... Maybe you've got a gun or something. A gun? Now, where would I have acquired a gun? And even if I'd discovered one intact, with ammunition, and was bandying about with it like some dime-store cowboy, why wouldn't I have murdered you both already? It just doesn't seem sensible, now does it? Well, 
sensible in a macabre sort of way. You could still be influencing her, somehow. Ah, yes, I see now. My dear, I'm afraid I forgot to mention something of vital importance. You see, my suit is magical. The vertical pinstripe pattern here is not only slimming, but mesmerizing as well. Are you getting sleepy? <laughs> Listen here, prep school. I don't care how helpful or how polite or how charming you are. Ah, so you finally admit it. Why are you even here in the first place? We still don't know what the hell you want. What I want? Well, let's shed some light on that, shall we? Have I got a deal for you? <laughs> no, no, it's nothing of the sort. I won't try to sell you a set of encyclopedias or a vacuum cleaner or anything. No, instead, I'm here to put forth, quite simply, a proposition. See? I knew it. Ulterior motives. Nonsense. This represents only one motive, and it's purely posterior. After all, I can't very well sell my product without first getting to know my customers. Sell your... How the hell were you expecting to sell something? There's practically no one left to buy. There's no money unless you count these goddamn bottle caps. Now that's an excellent query, dear boy. And I'm very pleased you brought it up. This is how. This is irresistible. Even in our unique situation. It costs no money, requires no skill to operate, and is guaranteed to work ad infinitum. This is and I do hope I'm not understating it, exactly what you want. You've got to be kidding me. Let me be as clear as I can. This is literally exactly what you want, what you most desire. It's in here, and it's yours. It's that simple. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm certainly not the first salesman to have heard that. And I suspect I won't be the last. Well, I might very well be the last. So, anything. Anything we want. Anything at all. Let's start with the young man, eh? He's proven himself to be the most incredulous, as a general rule. What do you want right now? What do you most desire in this moment? I don't... Uh, an apple, I guess. Oh, that again. Very well, I did make the claims... How did you... God, is it... It's real. How did you... Well, okay. That could have just been luck. It's not so far-fetched an idea that you just found an apple. Wisely observed. And it didn't come from the briefcase. Why on earth would I carry an apple around in a briefcase? Now who seems crazy? Well, then, let's continue the test, if you're still not convinced. Rattle off some objets, eh? Um, a fork. Huh, a calculator. Do try a little harder, friends. A Black Sabbath CD. The Osborne years, I take it? Ian Gillian. Shit. Interesting choice. Personally, I would have selected Heaven and Hell. But that's a matter of taste, and... There's no accounting for it, as they say. Now then, have we not dispelled the doubt? I'd like very much to continue my sales pitch. Okay, so... 
What happens now? Well, if I hadn't wasted all this time acting like some sort of walking supernatural department store, I... <clears throat> I was just coming to that, dear friends. Permettez-moi de présenter le futur. Well, what do you think? Are you impressed? It's a push button. What, didn't care for the French? Just tell us what it is. Now, didn't you guess? It's what she wanted. But I never said... That's quite all right, dear. I already knew. How, How did, did you... you... You, you couldn't, couldn't have... have... Stop, Stop that. Stop, Stop it. it. God, God damn, damn it, I... I... I'm, I'm going to grab, grab that, that pipe and beat, and beat you to death with it if you don't stop. Oh, that's not very nice. That's really irritating, I know. Are you boys done? Get to the point, or I'm going to beat you to death. Ah, the lady doth protest just enough, methinks. <clears throat> this device, to put it simply, grants you once again the green. The greenery, the growth, ferns, flowers... Flora, verdure, and vegetation. Mother Nature shall effect a ripe return, and you both shall reap the harvest. A land healed, a sky cleared, the weather exquisitely temperate. No more heat stroke? No, it won't extinguish the bloody sun. It'll just render this husk of a place lusher, infinitely more livable. I think... To be quite honest, I've never turned it on. Why the hell not? No one's ever bought it. Jesus Christ. What do you want for it? Hey, hey, don't haggle with this guy. You don't know what he's after. He could want all sorts of horrible things in exchange. He could want to, you, you know, take you. Take me? I believe he means know you. In the biblical sense. Well, is that what you want? You can't. Be serious. Please, relax, both of you. I admire the sacrificial spirit... Reminds me of a woodworker I used to know, actually. But I assure you, it won't be necessary. My price is much smaller and simpler than that, in my humble opinion. You see, all you have to do is kill me. I knew it! What are you... Wait just a moment Run, here! Run, Sully! Just go! You stop that this instant! You're absolutely ruining my whole... Uh. Oh, God, Sully! Oh, look what you've done. I swear, you tried to test humanity's moral fortitude in a measured, elegant way. Someone always ends up jumping the gun. Shut the hell up! Well, I'm sure you'll appreciate that pun later, when you're not being bled on. Oh, God, Sully. Stay with me now, honey. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> I can reverse your little mess there, you know. What? What? We'll, we'll do it! Fucking do it! Are you quite sure? Wouldn't you rather have that Eden instead? Just do it! Oh, all right, all right. Terribly boring choice. But the customer is always right. Sully? Honey? Howdy, Road Warrior. Oh, thank God. Of course, he always gets the bloody credit. Well, I suppose it's closing time. Thank you for shopping, and please enjoy your purchase, etc., etc. 
Oh, come now. You know who it is. You are omniscient, aren't you? In fact, I don't even know why I waste my minutes. Yes, yes, units Tinder and Sulphur opted for the Disney ending. But there's always the next generation now, isn't there? One day, I'll own all of your children. Well, minus one, of course. Do say hello to him for me, won't you? Oh, and let him know that if he does ever decide to come back, he definitely shouldn't wear a suit. <laughs> to hell with you too. easy choice to make between saving the world or saving those you love. But is it made easier when the lives of the one you love are on the line? Which would you choose? I don't know if I could choose. I don't understand it, because I just met you, but I know I would give up everything to save you. Oh, um, thank you. I expect your insights by noon, tomorrow. Until next time... Class dismissed. Query returned no results. There's got to be something, anything, any information at all. What? Student 33, please follow the yellow line. Can you tell me what happened to Justine? Student 33, please follow the yellow line. <sighs> well, this is for you, Justine. place. What's that in the tank? Pay no attention to the tank. Who are you? Greetings, student 33, Whittle, male. I am the tutor. Featuring the voice talents of Kristen Bays as instructor, Kristen Bays as tutor, M. Sierra Garcia as student 29, Perry Whittle as student 33, Bruce Busby as master control program. Story by Bernadette Groves, Colin Kelly, and Jack Cock. In Fights in a Burning House, Russell Gold as Tinder, Sarah McKenzie as Sulphur, Jason R. Wallace as Voland. Written by Jason R. Wallace. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper edited by Jeffrey Bridges. 
Music by Vincent Morrison and Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2013. Pendant Productions. Seminar. Co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2013. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. On June 14th... Morning, Joan. How's everything? People have gone missing. No one has seen Dr. Patton since yesterday evening. And things go wrong when a government project gets loose. Ian! Help me! It's loose! But what did he mean, though? What was loose? I don't know. Where are you? No, it, it can't be. It's impossible! And in the innocent woods. Greetings, fair maiden. I am here to take you away to my kingdom. <laughs> so you want me to go with you somewhere yonder where no one can see me? I thought you were pretty. And find out the origin of Klaus von Schremenderfield. Listen on June 14th, 2013 to Seminar 51, only at PendantAudio.com. Look, I'm done playing this game. Semester after semester, we've gotten no answers. <laughs>